Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Ann Ortley's Weekly Weather. My name is Ann Ortley. I'm an astrologer here in New York City. I'm sitting tonight here behind the bright red desk on uh, uh, February 23rd, 2020. Almost the end of February. The last part of the winter entered, and today it was like springtime. I had the windows open. It was just beautiful. What we're doing with this energy, Mars is out of bounds. So we're really feeling like, okay, I got to do things. I got to run. I got to jump. I got to go. I got to go. We also had a really juicy new moon this morning in uh, Pisces. And it's a lot about the the next. And it's at four degrees Pisces. It was around 1030 this morning. And it's important for all of us to sit down with this new moon in our third in our in the last sign of the zodiac, the house the house that is really tied to emotional, deep, deep emotional and, and spiritual connections, and take time on this new moon to do a new moon ritual. I did a podcast this week earlier on Wednesday. It's available on my website if you want to buy it. Um, but even if you don't buy it, just take some time this week to go. Okay, emotionally. What is really old? What am I letting go? What am I releasing? Mercury and the sun and the moon are joined, right? And they're all connected and they're all up there in water and they're all asking us to look at our deep emotional things. So just a second ago, right before I, you know, before I started, I was reading my email and I got an email and I, you know, made me cry. And I'm like, oh, man. So the other thing is there's a lot of energy out there with a little tears in it or a little sadness or a little... Uh, melancholy or a little bittersweet, right? So uh, this is a very emotional week. Mars is out of bounds. Um, last week, of course, on the uh, we had Venus and Aries squaring the um, squaring the uh, Capricorn planets, giving us a taste of what we're going to have this summer. So that was Wednesday, Tuesday, Wednesday. People were a little hot. People were a little excited. Uh, people were a little arguing. You know, Elizabeth Warren came out and. Uh, they said guns of fire and, you know, uh, Venus and Aries, uh, and, you know, kind of went after Mayor Bloomberg and uh, yelled at him. I, she didn't yell at him. She just kind of directly uh, uh, directly said, you know, you said mean things to women, you called them horse-faced lesbians, you know, you're just – and uh, it's a fiery energy. Now, that was a precursor of what we're going to be dealing with all summer long when Mars is in Aries uh, squaring all these planets. So we are just in very hot, volatile times. There was a lot of stuff going on. People were really angry last week. And it's it, it just you, gotta, you want to take this energy and figure out, okay, like I'm really, you know, and then what do I want to do with it? You know, how do I want to use it? How do I want to deploy it in a new way? Because that's really what we can do with this energy when it's so intense. But also because of this new moon that we're having so nice and juicy with Mercury retrograde in a very emotional sign with Mars out of bounds, kind of kicking us up into an, an intensity and a passion. And a Mars is exalted in Capricorn, but he's out of bounds. So he's kind of wild and passionate and... Uh, not always following the rules because he's out of bounds, right? So we had a bunch of stuff people got upset about this week. But we also want to look at that and say, well, you know, that's what happens when Mars doesn't have to follow the rules. 
Um, and our job with this energy is to know we can access that Mars too and say, well, okay, how am I following the rules and what am I doing? I'm looking for my new moon chart. Here it is. So our new moon um, that happened this morning at, at 1031 is very potent, potent, potent energy. So for all of us, we're having it in somewhere in our chart. For the Pisces, of course, they're having it in their first house of them. For the Aquarians, you're having it in your second house of what's of value to you. For the Capricorns, you're having it in your third house of how to communicate. For the Sages, you're having it in your house of home and family and what your direction is. I just finished a reading with the Sag Rising, talking about selling his house. For the uh, Scorpio Risings, it's in your fifth house of passions. For the, uh, the Libra Risings or the Libras, it's in your sixth house of health. For the Virgo risings and the Virgo suns, it's in your seventh house of partners. For the Leo risings and the Leo suns, it's in your eighth house of money from other people and inheritances. For the Cancers and the Cancer risings, it's in your ninth house of emotional uh, stability and justice. Uh, for the eleventh house, it's in the or for the Gemini's and the Gemini risings, it's in the tenth house of career. And for the Tauruses and the Taurus Risings, it's in your 11th house of groups and associations and money from your career and other people. And for the Aries Risings and the Aries Suns, it's in your 12th house of going things going on behind the scenes and undoing you or perhaps uh, shifting you in a new direction. So take time. Take time to do a ritual. Take time to think about what you want to let go of or what you want to begin in the house where it is. The other thing this new moon has, uh, the energy of the new moon, has this week Mars is going to go into the south node of fate. Now, traditionally when, when planets hit the south node, something leaves. And Mars, of course, is out of bounds, so it should be pretty big. And it's going to hit that south node, and it's going to say, okay, we're letting go of this. So this is very, very big time for us to say, okay, done with that, let me let go of it you know, ready for something new. Last week we had Jupiter with Neptune and Mars with Uranus kind of initiating a new way of looking at things, a new way of thinking about things. And this week as we roll into the week with the sun in Pisces and this new moon, uh, we're really working deeply emotionally and also with Mercury retrograde until the 10th of... Hi, Remo. Mercury retrograde until the 10th of March, a lot of energy around what do we need to finish up, what do we need to get out of our life what is what what have we let go of what are we done with like release 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 so there's a very strong energy here around letting things go and releasing things and getting them out in the world and the energy is really potent this week with mars out of bounds and mercury retrograde kind of juicy energy but as mars going into that south node it says out done let go so it's a lot of times about letting go of things you're really finished with and you know you're finished with them now you might be sad about it because it is mars and it is um such an emotional time uh so you know allow yourself to cry allow yourself to do extra supportive nice things for yourself as the moon goes through pisces and aries and taurus and gemini in the week ahead uh, because we have this big shift that we're working on, big, big shift. And also with the moon being uh, running a little bit slow, we're going to have longer uh, periods of time with the moon in a sign. So it'll spend a few days in Pisces and in Aries because it is moving kind of pokey 
And it's kind of like, okay, you know. The other thing that's happening with this new moon chart is it's aspecting uh, the part of marriage. And it's asking us, you know, where are we married? What are we married to? Are we happy with it? Are we interested in partnering with it? Or do we want to perhaps let it go and do something else instead? And, of course, that's always, you know, one of the things that's important to work with is what do we want to partner with and why? You know, so I'm on the board of OPA, uh, which is the Organization for Professional Astrologers, and we're having a conference next uh, April in Zion National Park in Utah. And earlier today, I think it was, I'm losing track of days, it's Mercury Retrograde, uh, one of my favorite people on the board, you know, resigned. And, you know, she had a family, a loss in her family, and she's really looking at her life and figuring out how she wants to prioritize. And, you know, you know how you have you have friends that you play with? You know, she's like one of my play friends. And I'm just like, oh, no, don't leave. But I also, you know, it's that moment of understanding, you know, people need to go. People are People are shifting. People are changing. People are picking new directions and committing to new things. We also have um, this week, as we're moving into this energy, we have a lot of energy about, well, what is it, what is it that makes your heart sing, right? And, and really asking that question. You know, we, we live in a world that's a little hard right now. And so we do need to find, you know, what actually does make our heart sing and kind of focus on that rather than focusing on the spaces and the places of loss even though it does feel like we're still in winter. So we are in winter. We, you know, the planets are in winter signs, so they're very much about what we want to commit to, what's important to us, uh, and why it's important to us. So kind of giving that all uh, an opportunity to step forward and, and have a have its way with us, have its dance with us, have its have its conversation with us is is helpful. So at any rate, uh, also next week, uh, somebody said something to me earlier this week, and they went, well, you know, you said advanced advanced intermediate or something. I'm, I'm like, no, 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 advanced beginner. The Mercury retrograde in two, true spirit. Uh, Mark, wrote, Mark Woltz, Heather Rohn Robbins, and I teach a workshop every March. And this year it's going to be on March 14th and 15th and a couple weekends. And one of my one of my students was like, "Well, you know, you said, I said, well, no, you can come. You totally." So I changed the label so it says advanced beginner. What we do is we group. You need to know how to look at a chart, but you don't need to have a whole lot more than that to attend the workshop. And it is uh, Heather comes in from Montana, and Mark and I and Heather teach it. And so we're going to be working on chart skills, developing reading your chart, working with how you approach a chart, what you do, working with harmonics in the chart and how to use them. You know, just kind of really bolstering and building your skills. So that's on my Facebook page. That's also on my uh, Twitter, and that's also on my website. So feel free to sign up. It's going to be two days, 10 to 5, on the 14th and the 15th of March. And it is, you don't have to be intermediate. You know, I don't know what that happened, how that got in there, but it should be advanced beginner because we break people up into groups based on, you know, their self-assessment. So as long as you can figure out how to read a chart, how to look at a chart, you're good to go with any of this stuff uh, happening and hanging on. So we uh, look at... um, uh, we look at the energy of the chart and are going to kind of work with how we're going to use it and what we're going to do. Um, uh, hang on one second. Somebody just buzzed me, so I'm not quite sure who that would be. Um, 
But let me go buzz my door in. I don't know. It's Mercury Retrograde. I got a visitor. I'll be right back. Sorry about that. I have a friend coming over for dinner, but she came a little early, um, and she's downstairs at the door. So now she's in the beauty of not living in a doorman building. Okay, so the <laughs> sorry about Mercury retrograde moment. So the Access Astrology Workshop on the 14th and 15th. So let's talk about the new moons. Pause to pause to refresh there. Um, okay, so the moon today is in Pisces, and. I ran across the living room, ran back. I need to exercise more. Hang on. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, bio noises too. Wow, great turn, great great show we're having tonight. So today the moon is in Pisces, and it's in Pisces on Monday the twenty fourth, and it goes void tomorrow morning at nine twelve in the morning with a sextile to Saturn on Tuesday morning, and then it's void Tuesday morning until one forty seven p.m on Tuesday when it goes into Aries, and then it's in Aries on Tuesday, it's in Aries on Wednesday, it's in Aries on Thursday till 10.25 p.m., and then it goes void. Hi, Kath, come on in. And then it goes void on Thursday night at 10.25 p.m., moon square Saturn. Uh, So Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, good for getting rid of stuff, letting things go, releasing, saying I'm done with it, done with it, done with it. And then the moon goes into Taurus, Bright and early on the 28th, and it's in Taurus on the 28th and the 29th, and it kind of, um, and it is leap year this year, so we've got those lovely days of the 28th and the 29th, and then it goes void on April, I'm sorry, March, (laughs) very Mercury retrograde show, sorry folks, that kind of day, Uh, it goes void on March 1st at 10.52 in the morning. That's Sunday. And then it's void for um, until 2.21 when it goes into Gemini. So when it goes void at 10.52, the Taurus moon goes void with a trine to Saturn. So we have uh, the beginning of the week, Monday, which is very much about good stuff, working on creating and growing. Uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday is very much square and a lot of wild activity. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Uh, is our nice, lovely little Taurus moon closing. So there's a lot of really good juicy energy in the week ahead. And in terms of our busy week days this week, uh, Sunday today was pretty busy, should have been pretty busy. And then when we get to um, Monday, that's kind of a rocking, it's a good day, but not crazy. Tuesday's okay, kind of quiet. People, it's beginning of Mardi Gras. Lent starts this week, that's Shrove Tuesday on Tuesday. Ash Wednesday is Wednesday. Friday is crazy. Friday is just crazy, and then the weekend is kind of quiet. So we have this very intense energy that we're working with over the next uh, week. Of course, with Mars out of bounds, he's really going to push us. Also, Mars is diving into the note of fate on Tuesday, on February 25th. So we do want to watch what happens around 2.07 p.m., 
because that's a release. And that says, okay, that's done. We're done with it. We're letting it go. And that's, of course, East Coast time. But Mars diving into the node of fate only does it once every two years. And this is a big release saying, we are finished with this. Thank you very much. It's over and done. So there should be some pretty big dramatic event because there usually is when Mars hits there. Plus, right now, Mars is out of bounds. So he's definitely in the mood to uh, cause a little trouble and stir a little pot. The sun this week is running from... um, uh, running from 5 Pisces up to 12 Pisces, and he um, is aspecting the nodes of fate. So that means everything in your chart between 5 and 12 can be activated by the Pisces sun. He has a nice sextile to Mars on the 24th, which is a very forward motion, good speed ahead, let's get everything done. And then he has a nice trine to the sun on on February 25th, around 9.30 in the morning, which is kind of a forward, okay, yes. So, you know, that's like, you know, a really good day, like you get a job offer and you take it, and then you quit with Mars on your south node later in the day. Um, Mercury has combusts the sun, and don't worry about quitting on a retrograde. People kind of go, oh, my God, it's Mercury retrograde. Can I quit? Can I quit? I'm like, yeah. You just kind of double-check things and dot your I's and cross your T's, and as long as you've done that, it's good. So Mercury has combusts the sun on the 25th, which is a commitment and having a vision of this is how I want to go. Uh, Venus is in a hard aspect to the, uh, the sun on the 25th, so there's a little bit of a separation or a letting go. And then on the 28th, we have the sun square, semi-square Pluto, which is a bit stressful. So, the, you know, the 28th, 29th is a little stressful. There's a lot of energy there around, did I make the right decision? And the answer is, this is a really big time for us to say, you know, I'm kind of done with that. I'm ready for this new decision or this new time to come in. And, of course, with Mercury retrograde, we may question our decisions. We may feel like, oh, I don't know. The 23rd, Mercury is, of course, going from backwards, going from nine Pisces back to one. And he's still in retrograde until the 10th of March. So he's revising and revisiting and redecisioning all of his thoughts. And he's also re-aspecting the planets he woke up as he went forward. So he's, got, he's going backwards and then he's going to go forward again. So this is question number two. So Mercury is in a hard aspect to both Pluto and Eris. On uh, which is kind of the, you know, that that square was exact on the day that Kobe Bryant's plane crashed and all this stuff was going down with the impeachment hearings. So we're going to be looking at some questions from the 23rd and the 24th, kind of thinking back to January 26th and what we learned then. Mercury sextile Mars backwards, kind of saying, well, I said I was going to do that. I think I'm going to maybe change my mind. Mercury has an aspect to Neptune, really wanting to partner with the dream. But he also is a little stressed because he's also arguing, in addition to arguing with Pluto and Eris, he's also arguing with Venus. Like everybody's arguing. It's very crabby up there. Uh, Mercury aspects the nodes of fate on the 26th. So he's going to get a positive yes, we're ready to roll. And then he also has an aspect to Uranus on the 28th, which is a lot about a new creative. Now remember, he's going backwards, so he's revising decisions he's made, but that's okay. Or he's reviewing decisions he's made, which that and that's okay too. Um, Venus this week goes uh, from 17 Aries to 26 Aries. She's moving along at a pretty big clip, but she's also in Aries, one of her least favorite signs, and um, that's because she's a little crabby. 
you, you know, we like to think of the goddess of love and beauty as being happy, but when she's an Aries, she's a little waspish, and she kind of is like, and a little stingy. Uh, and I have to say today, this week I've been having a lot of Aries, uh, weekend I've been having a lot of people with Venus and Aries coming in for readings. I had like five of them. And one of them was like, well, you know, when I get mad, I'm like, oh, yeah, when you get mad, she's like, yeah. I'm like, okay. So Venus this week, because she is a little mad, um, and right before I came on, I was, you know, posting the show on Facebook, and there was a thing from Elizabeth Warren saying, you know, they're not playing my speech. They didn't play my whole speech. (laughs) I'm kind of like Venus and Aries. So Venus is squaring Jupiter on February 23rd. That gives her a little bit of an accelerant. So she is going to be a little bit more hot in terms of what she's doing. And then she is in the mood to break up partnerships on February 25th. Now, we've already heard the 25th a few times. So we know that's kind of a heated day uh, because Venus is actually opposite Juno saying, I'm done with this, you know, a little bit of a door slam in energy. And then she links up with Eris, the goddess of discord, on the 27th on Thursday. And she, you know, you know, Venus and Eris together, they weren't friends. That's how they started the Trojan War. Because, you know, actually, you know, she got picked. She got the golden apple and all. But when, they, when she meets up with Eris, that's a real energy, you know, cats meowing and not friendly. And I will say, whenever Eris has badly behaved in the sky, my cats fight. So I definitely know, I know of which I speak with that cat fight. And then, of course, Venus squares Pluto on the 28th. uh, So you're going to find out about a triangle that maybe you didn't know about on Friday. And once you find out about it, you might not be happy. Uh, Mars this week is a quintile to Neptune, so it's kind of happy floaty on the 24th. And as I mentioned earlier, he goes into the south node of fate on the 25th. So he's got this releasing energy. That's a big one for saying it's done. Watch 2.07 p.m. East Coast time, adjust for your time zone. That's a big ooh-ah when Mars hits that south node, especially because he's out of bounds. And then on the 26th, he has a a sesquiquadrate to Vesta, which is very much about changing the home, changing the house, changing the family, changing uh, where you're living, what you're containing in. Um, Jupiter is also parallel Pluto on March 1st. Uh, That happens, you know, when they're at the same declination. So even though they're not next to each other, it's going to feel like they're joined. And they're going to kind of give us a little taste of what we're going to have on April 2nd, December, uh, June 30th, and November 13th. So kind of that's, you know, they're going to be meeting up in the sky by by conjunction then, but you're going to get a little foretaste of it on the 1st of March. And then Jupiter is square Juno on the 2nd. Uh, Juno, of course, is retrograde in the sign of partnerships, and Jupiter in Capricorn is saying, I don't know that I want to be in this partnership anymore. So we're going to watch for some partnership energy to shift and change, dissolve and leave, kind of give us a new picture. And then Neptune is quintile uh, the south node on February 27th. So that's also a little sad. Neptune right now is at 18 Pisces. And he's releasing into the south node some sadness, some emotions, some feelings, and kind of trying to work out like a new direction. Uh, Vesta aspects the nodes of fate on February 24th, again with a stressful energy. So that's a great day to throw things away or to kind of figure out what you want to what you want to do with stuff. And Juno. Um, 
I'm sorry, uh, series is quintile. Eris, the goddess of discord, on the 29th. Of course, that's leap year. Uh, and so Ceres and Eris kind of having a little spat in the heavens. Even though it's a friendly spat, it, it is a spat. And when we have that, we go, oh, you know. So you can see the week ahead is going to be a little bit anxiety-producing with all this stuff going on. New moon energy, which wants us to have a new beginning, but then the planet Mercury is retrograde, so he's saying not so fast. And then Mars into the south node. You know, I would like to give you a, you know, it's going to be a fun week. It's going to be a lot of fun. But I think, you know, we know we're in for this this period of time, and we've got it for a few weeks. Somebody was complaining on Facebook about my political posts, and I was like, hey, this stuff's, you know, we're not done with our Pluto return until 2026. And while this year is particularly intense in terms of getting our structures in order for where we're going, uh, it also is... um, particularly intense for like what is our vision of our life and what's next for us and what do we want. And sometimes we're wrapping up situations. You know, we're in a situation that we're not quite finished with, but the idea is to kind of know, well, I'm not quite finished with that situation, but I'm also going to be working on this other situation to try and get it moving forward. And if you take that approach, it makes it just a lot easier. Sometimes you can't fix things. It just is. And then other times you can do something, and Max is about to jump on my phone. Um, Other times you can do things, and in that capacity uh, we have this very strong energy around, um, we have this very strong energy around like, okay, like what next? And this is part of what we want to remember is, okay, what next? That's that, but what's next for me? And if you can do that, it'll help you get through the that's that. What next for me? You know, can I do anything about it? No. If I can't do anything about it, what next for me? Can I do anything about it? Yes. Okay, so I'm going to do, what am I going to do? I'm going to do that. But then what next for me? If you can kind of hold the the what next for me and then also even if what next for you is a piece of chocolate or a, sit down in a cup of, sit down in a nice soft chair with a cup of tea and a good book, that's good. You want to do a little double down on your self-care this week because it is a hard week with that moon in Aries, going through and squaring all those planets, squaring all those Capricorn planets, getting all up in Venus's face. Yeah. (laughs) It does mean Mardi Gras is going to get a little wild down there in New Orleans for you New Orleans folk. And that's okay. We're going to really feel it, and we're going to really love it, and we're going to really work with it, because the universe has us all hanging out here, sitting at the edge of our seats with a big bowl of popcorn, trying to figure out what's going to happen next. And the more we can focus on, wow, isn't this great? What do I, what do I think about that? What, do, that? what does that mean to me? And then think about what's next for me. That helps, because that allows us to not worry so much about the situation here, but to work on what we can actually do something about, how we can do something about it, and where we can take action. And maybe you say, you know, the only thing that's next for me is a walk. I will say to you, what's next for me is I'm going to go have dinner with my friend Kathy. Um, So I know what I'm doing tonight. (laughs) And for all the rest of you this week, uh, feel free to sign on. The podcast is out there. I'm sorry, the New Moon webinar is out there. 
Uh, we did it on Wednesday, but you can certainly purchase it and listen to it. But please, please, please do a ritual today, tomorrow, on that new moon in Pisces, what the dream is you want to bring in, what you're trying to create, what is important to you. And then, of course, on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, great days for getting stuff gone, releasing it from your life, saying, I'm finished, it's over, I'm done, goodbye, farewell, I don't want this anymore. Get big old trash bags and carry the stuff out of the house. And then the weekend, the 28th and the 29th, lovely, really lovely weekend for all sorts of new things coming in and new creative energies. So kind of bond into that. And then also check out the um, the Access Astrology Weekend on the 14th and the 15th of March. And then I'll be teaching in Zion in uh, Utah, uh, and I got a whole bunch of speaking and teaching things. I'm kind of bopping around the country this year. So hopefully I'll meet you in person at one of them. And uh, in the meantime, have a great week. Uh, remember, the reason we love astrology so much is it tells us what's going to happen. It gives us an accurate weekly weather report that allows us to plan our dreams. And I wish you a wonderful, wonderful week and also a happy, happy Mardi Gras and Lent Uh So (laughs) all fun. Take care. Ann Ortley signing off from the Bright Red Desk. Bye.